Greetings from the Lord Jesus. Do you love the Lord? Today I saw him seated on his throne. What a beautiful man he is. Beautiful Jesus. He's so beautiful. He's so precious. And we had a talk with him. The best I can tell you is that he is wonderful. Don't miss any opportunity to hang out with him, to connect with him. Whatever you do with your life, connect to Jesus. Praise the Lord. I was trying to avoid tonight's topic. And I tried to pass the back to Joe last, I think yesterday afternoon while I was on the road. But the more I waited on the Lord, the more the word came to me. It's not an easy word. It's not like a rebuke or anything. But it is something the church has lost for quite a while. And when we share it tonight, it is not just another doctrine you need to add to your notes. It is a new lifestyle you need to adapt. Are we ready for the radical shift? Are we ready? I know we have been in prayer. We are still in prayer. But there are things that we can pray about, like we said on Sunday night. But there are things we can only sing about like we are trying to sing. And there are things we cannot sing about or pray about. We can only cry about. Allow me to talk about the power of tears. There are places you will go in this life because you prayed. There are places you will go because you made a sweet melody to the Lord. But there are places you will only go because you learned tears. Before I read the scripture, allow me to introduce something profound. There were two people in the Old Testament. We know them. Jacob and his brother, Esau. These were two different nations. Not because their names were different, no. But because their affection was different. The best Esau could do to get his way through life was to wrestle with men. When Esau missed the blessings, he went and cried to his father and he begged his father. Esau was the diplomat. Esau was the polished guy. Esau was the humanitarian. But Jacob was broken. Jacob was different. Jacob was you and me. Jacob knew he did not have the character. He did not have what it takes. Jacob could not even approach his father. He knew from the womb there was a controversy over his life. So what did Jacob do? We are about to read shortly. When it was time to cry, Jacob did not cry to Laban. Jacob did not cry to his father. Jacob cried to God. This world is in two groups. There is a group that will sit in the United Nations, deliberating policy, intellectualizing things. But there's another foolish group, and I belong to that group, I don't know about you. This foolish group will gather and cry to heaven, and beg the heavens. And this foolish group will shout to somebody they cannot see with their physical eyes. This group will scream to somebody they cannot see with their physical eyes. This group is the group of Jacob. 
this group needs to be told tonight. We need to go back to the ways of our father Jacob. The way of tears. Allow me to read now Hosea chapter 12 from verse 2 to verse 4. It's a beautiful night. If the Lord will have his way and you will open your eyes, your hearts, your life is about to change. Hosea chapter 12 from verse 2 to verse 4. The Lord has a charge to bring against Judah he will punish Jacob according to his ways and repay him according to his deeds. Verse 3. In the womb he grasped his brother's heel as a man he struggled with God. How did he struggle? Verse 4. He struggled with the angel and overcame him. He wept and begged for his favor. He found him at Bethel and talked with him there. Lord Jesus, bless your word. And use it tonight to radically shift us to places we could not have gone through ordinary means in Jesus' name. Amen. We all know the story about Jacob meeting the angel in Bethel. We all have had sermons about how Jacob wrestled with God. But we have always overlooked the method of this wrestling match that took place that night. Many say Jacob was so strong. The man was so mighty. He put the angel down with his physical strength. And some have even preached and even demonstrated how these two wrestled as if they were there. Prophet Hosea comes and tells us something unbelievable. My brother Peter. And I will to challenge you to open your hearts as I share the next statements I'm about to share. Angels cannot withstand the tears of a broken man. There is something that just breaks angels. They cannot withstand the tears of a broken man. You dare break down you dare weep from the bottom of your heart. I can guarantee you the angels concerned with your assignment, the angels concerned with your destiny will just get weak and beg God to do whatever you are begging God to do for you. There was a contest going on. There was a contention going on. And it went on for a period till Jacob discovered I need to strike this angel and weaken him. I need to put this game to an end. Jacob began to weep. And he began to beg. He mingled his begging with his weeping. His weeping with his begging. His begging with his weeping. The angel said, enough. Tell me what you want. I will do it now. Many books have been written about seven steps of this prayer, ten steps of this prayer. But it's a book that we need now to write tonight by our practical interaction. It is the book of tears. 
The Bible says now in Hebrews chapter 12. Excuse. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 16 to verse 17. See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single male soul is inheritance, is inheritance, uh, inheritance right as the elder, oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. Why were the tears of Esau not effective? It is because they were directed to men, not to God. Esau cried to his father. He did not cry to his maker. And today we have people who are full of tears, but their tears are wrong tears. They are, they are horizontal tears, not vertical tears. Are you hearing me? They are quick to beg the landlord and shed tears before the landlord, before the traffic police officer, but they do not know the art of batting things in God, in prayer, by touching the heavens with the tears. Deliverance Church in Gongorod. If you will humble yourself, we will be a church of tears and will produce abnormal realities. We will birth abnormal blessings. We will birth abnormal visitations. Why do I insist on tears? A nation is about to be birthed through Jacob. This nation is called Israel. It is going to be a nation among many other nations. And for it to be different, its birthing must be different. Other nations can be formed because they have wealth. Other nations can be formed because they have means. Other nations can be formed because they have warriors. But Israel does not have a warrior. Israel only has God. Israel does not have resources. Israel only has God. Israel does not have a strategy. Israel only has God. And because Israel is handicapped, Israel must unleash a card the other nations do not have. Tonight, it is a night to remember and to accept that you may not have the cards it takes. That you do not have the time it takes. The advantage it takes. However, you have a card you can unleash and it can change the game. You have a card you can unleash. It can rewrite the story. This is the card of tears. So Esau did not need tears to God because Esau had abilities. The Bible talks about him being a good hunter. The Bible talks about him being airy. And the Bible talks about him being quick. The father trusted him for his natural abilities. But God in heaven could not trust him because God could not count on him. God could count on Jacob because Jacob had nothing else apart from God. One time, a missionary was sent by General Booth. General Booth was the founder of Salvation Army. And this man was godly. This man was an evangelist. He was a mighty evangelist. And he sent the missionary to a very tough field. And for three years, the missionary labored and there was no single convert. So he wrote 
his resignation letter to General Booth, telling him, General Booth, I quit. There is no fruit in the field. I have done everything. I have prayed. I have fasted. I have done all the strategies. Nothing is working. General Booth replied with three words. Try tears. Within one year, there was a revival. The mission did not close. The most weak people cannot cry. But the strongest can cry. I'm talking about weak people spiritually. To be strong spiritually is to be weak and vulnerable before God. I'm sorry, these are not sermons we preach in cities. But we are not just in a city. We are people of a difference. We are targeting something that others are not targeting. We want the move of God. We want the visitation of heaven. Not only in our lives, but even in our local church. Tears must be our portion. So Jacob meets the angel. And he knows he does not have scriptures. He knows he does not have a good history. He's not a good boy. He knows he has wasted his life with every manner of covetousness. And he knows before this angel, he has no point. He cannot win the case. He cannot tell the angel, Angel, I am good. I don't lie. He knows he's a liar. Angel, I'm good. I do not steal. He knows he's a thief. Listen to me, people of God. I wish I could just hold all of you and talk to you like children. Because I want to speak from my heart. The God of Jacob is our God. Why is he our God? Because all of us are Jacobs. All of us are broken in a place. All of us are twisted in a place. All of us do not have merit in a place. And if this God is going to break forth in our lives and birth a nation out of our lives, we have to follow the ways of Jacob. The way of Jacob is the way of tears. One time, I was in a very difficult situation. I had made mistakes in my life and in my ministry. And I began to face a lot of persecution. A prophet even told me, I was taken to hell last night. I saw the devil celebrating, saying, it is done. He is finished. It was a dark period. And I was in my room. And I looked at the Bible. The Bible was unreadable. I looked at the songs that I used to sing. The songs were unsingable. Then the Lord opened my eyes. I saw angels around me waiting to act. And I said, now what are they waiting to act on? The Lord said, they are waiting to act on your brokenness. I am killing you so that I can raise you up. I dropped down on my knees and I began to weep. And as I wept, angels were shaking and they were getting weaker and weaker. And the more weaker they got, the more wider the heavens opened. In my place of burial, I had a revival. One time I was 16, started off ministry, 
I did a mistake. What was the mistake? I stood up and I spoke things beyond my age. And some people were offended. Then a man came, sent by the pastor. And the man said, people are offended that you commented about parenting. And you are not a parent. You are only a teenager. Who the hell are you? Who gave you the authority? And I was skinned and pinched and pinched. When they were done, I fell down broken. And for two hours, I remember, God is my witness. I wept and I wept and I wept. And Adasta was brought because there was milkers and everything all over. And I kept weeping. When I rose up, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. told me, my son, I am moving you from that congregation. Taking you to that congregation. And you will be a leader in that other congregation. And the Lord began to give me promises. Some of which I am seeing as I live right now. Arguments can look good. But there is a place where arguments will bury you. Arguments will entangle you further and further and further. They will delay your takeoff. There is a place you don't reason anymore. You break down. And as you break down, heaven also breaks. Hebrews chapter 5. Some of you have read it. Some of you have heard it preached. We are talking now about Jesus. Hebrews chapter 5. This is a tough topic. I was avoiding it, but I have to obey the Lord. Hebrews chapter 5. From verse to verse 10. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Some though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. And was designated by God to be the high priest in the order of Melchizedek. Many people are waiting to do miracles before they can receive their designation and receive their rank. According to Hebrews chapter, chapter 5, Jesus did not receive his designation through what he did, through what he performed. He received it through his reverence and his brokenness and his tears. Let me tell you something, people of God. Thank God you are listening. The most fearsome people you should ever, never come across, never cross their path, never offend, are those who know how to cry to God. Now they can be full of weaknesses. They can be full of confusion. They can be foolish at times like Jacob. But if they know how to cry, run for your life. Do not touch them. Moses was a crying man. David was a crying man. Daniel was a crying man. People only see what they prophesied and what they wrote. They forget their lifestyle of tears. Tough topic, but necessary. 
One time I met a parent whose son was addicted to drugs and abusive and everything. And we had prayed, we had talked, we had done everything. We had done what we call chain prayer and fasting. Nothing was improving. I said today, where are our tissues? Bring the tissues. And if you have the handkerchiefs, bring them. If you have the shawls, bring them. We are breaking this boy with tears. We have talked, we have prayed, we have fasted. Now, we are breaking him with tears. The prayers were not halfway. Before the boy came as if he was under arrest and he knelt before his parents. There are things, my dear parents, you will not bath by talking to children. You will bath by soaking tears on the ground. Now on Sunday, there's something we mentioned about tears. Allow me to rush to Psalm 56. Oh, this pen. Psalm 56 is about a man after God's own heart. Now some people say, Lord, I want to be David. Now to be David, learn to be a man of tears. David cried more than some of you have an idea about. Psalm 56, verse 8 to verse 13. The Bible says, Record my misery, list my tears on your scroll. Are they not in your record? Then my enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. In God whose word I praise, in the Lord whose word I praise, in God I trust, and I'm not afraid. What can man do to me? I am under vows to you, my God. I will present my thank offerings to you. For you have delivered me from death and, from my, and my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of life. On Sunday, if you, some of you remember, I told you about this woman of God who was taken to heaven. And she was taken to the room of tears. And she was shown how scrolls could be taken. Scrolls of prayer, books of prayer. And these books were so huge. And the pages to be filled were so many. So a man could be praying for several years and decades. And only a few pages could be recorded. Because many times we repeat our prayers. So one time the Lord showed her how tears could be put in a bottle. Each bottle had a name of the person who was shedding the tears. And these bottles could be, they could wait till the bottles are full. When they were full, they could come and spray them on each page. And elegant, beautiful, deep prayers could emerge. Words could emerge that were so deep. And once the bottle was emptied, the book could be taken before God. Then God could bang the book and say, Angels, go answer the prayers of my children. And I told you on Sunday, tears are more eloquent than words when it comes to prayer. Tears are more eloquent. Tears are more deep. Tears are more accurate. You know, sometimes when we are praying, we justify ourselves, we condemn ourselves, we approve ourselves, again we disapprove ourselves. Father, I, I, don't know that, I do not deserve this. Then, Father, I'm a sinner. Then you go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mara, you are right. Mara, you are not right. And all this haphazard communication can be reduced to one single drop of tears. 
Now, must you be emotional to cry? No. You must not be emotional. You must only be spiritual. And I cannot force you. I cannot tell you, cry, cry, cry. No. The Bible says, even in joy, the heart knows his own sorrows. Even when a man is getting wedded, like I'm about to do so, God willing. Even when a man is exchanging the vows, there is something pricking his heart you have no idea about. So what is it that will lead you to tears? This is what will lead you to tears. The depth of your need for the Lord. The depth of your need for the Lord. That is what will lead you to tears. Not emotional memories of who cheated you, who slapped you. Those are, those are petty things. <laughs> those are not tears. Tears are the things that move you to God. You are like, God, if you don't do this, I don't know. And you just break down. Then this morning when I was seeking the Lord, the Lord showed me something else I want to share besides tears as I plan to finish. The Lord showed me rhythm. You see, like this pen, I can hold it and it can begin shaking on a page and it can keep scribbling something. The Lord showed me rhythm. The Lord told me, when my people shake with deep anguish and deep longing, and they are just shaking and just trembling, that also is written in a book. Pastor Kimani, there were days saints used to cry. Nowadays they watch the screen for the next thing. Nowadays, they are quick to know what is the next program. Okay, as we scroll the next scripture that you are told to be read for. No wonder it is so hard for the Lord to bath deep things out of their lives. Listen to me. Bathing Israel did not take an army. Israel did not come out of an army. Israel came out of tears. No wonder a nation that could touch them after that could always go down. Listen to me, my dear people. What you bath in tears is dangerous. It cannot be touched. A child bathed in tears should not and cannot be touched. If whoever touches that child is just digging their own grave. The children have cried to God. They say, Lord, look at our misery. Moses has been sent to deliver them. Then Pharaoh thinks because he has an army, he can stop them. What happened to Pharaoh? He sank down. Because he was touching results of tears. There is a job that can be bathed in tears. There is a spouse that can be bathed in tears. There is a child who can be bathed in tears. There is a project that can be bathed in tears. After that, you dare touch it with your careless hands. You enemy, you dare move to it with your careless feet. You are burying yourself in your own grave. Touch any other nation, but not Israel. That one came by tears. Touch any other people, but not the Jews. Those ones came with tears. Touch any other group of people, but not those who weep.
I pray to God that this may become the most dangerous church to ever be played around with. That this become the most dangerous people to ever be played around with. That this pulpit becomes the most dangerous pulpit to ever be played around with. Because we are coming to the season of tears. Not because problems are increasing, but because our hearts are breaking and opening and our perception is increasing. Jacob arrested the angel and he began to break down. And as he broke down, the angel also broke down. There were days, Pastor Kimani, people cried to Jesus, Oh, son of David! Have mercy on me. Those were tears. Those were cries. These people are not stupid. These people are wise. You have a son. You have a daughter. You have a need. I'm sorry, this one does not require formulas. This one requires an open heart. Tonight is the night. If you postpone, well, it is up to you. I don't plan to postpone. There are things that will not be backed by a strategic plan, my God. Because to preserve them, you will not need a strategic plan. You will need a silent rainbow, a silent covering that will always speak when you go to sleep. Now you understand why Absalom had to die after opposing David. His throne came through tears. And you, you want to come with your army and your diplomats and your advisors to uproot a man who has begged God for that throne. You have to be buried. And the Holy Ghost is saying, Pastor Kimani, to you, I have seen your tears for seven years. I'm about to bath you. I'm about to do it for you. Now give us that give us that speech. Which nation are you bathing tonight? Give the angels your tears. And some of you need to locate somewhere to kneel down, whether it is this pulpit I'm sorry, let's, let's forget about the formulas. Some of you may have to locate this pulpit. Grab your tissue, grab your handkerchief, whatever it is you are grabbing. Let's bath this thing, people. I know you have prayed. I know, I know you have prayed, you've been fasting. But something has to give way. There's an angel who must say, hey, I can't help it. There's an angel who must say tonight, I cannot hold it. I have to give it to him. I have to give it to her. Oh, to that son, let the mama give tears. Oh, to that project, may the mama or the papa give tears. Oh, to that expectation. May your tears speak for you tonight. Who can stand before a teary man? Who can postpone the miracle 
Wafatia riuman. <laughs> Egypt will not stand before a nation of tears. Neither will Egypt stand before you. 